Pod, the internet radio show all about motorcycle road racing. This is episode number 727. I'm recording this on May the 2nd, having just got back from Alton Park British Superbikes. Now I'm going to be recording a Haref MotoGP review show with Jim a little bit later on this week. But I've come back from Alton with a few audio clips, which I think people will enjoy. So I thought probably best just to do this as a quick standalone BSB show and give you a quick few thoughts from my side, having visited Alton Park for the first time and having enjoyed what was a packed weekend of racing in some very mixed conditions. But as always with British Superbikes, very, very entertaining. First thing to say is that, remarkably, I've never actually been to Alton Park before, so it was quite an adventure for me to go and sample a new track. And boy, what a track it is. As Jim and I always say on the show, TV never does justice to the inclines and the slopes and the ups and downs and the cambers. And certainly the same is true of Alton Park, let me tell you. It's a very, very fast, old school type of track, which means that it tends to result in some very close racing and a few fairly significant spills and thrills. And this weekend was certainly no exception. Just before I run through the BSB race results, a quick honourable mention to Tom Porritt, who I bumped into for the first time there. Tom uh, hosts a Twitter feed called The Racing Armchair. Always very entertaining, so that's one to check out and subscribe to if you aren't already. And a quick hello to friend of the show and ex-host Dave Neal and his partner Jennifer, who I bumped into several times over the course of the weekend. Always good to see Dave and Jen. As I've mentioned previously, what I'm going to be trying to do is to get along to as many BSB rounds as I can, try and get along to the World Superbike round in July and do a bit more doorstepping of people just to grab, if you like, two or three minute interviews here and there, rather than always trying to rely on pre-arranged Zoom type calls, which are much longer and harder to get people's time, particularly during the main season, of course. So you'll have to forgive me. I'm still suffering slightly with imposter syndrome and finding it a little bit nerve wracking just going up to people and then having to think of questions on the hoof, so to speak. But nevertheless, you've got to start somewhere. And on Sunday, I was able to grab a quick word with Asher Durham, who's been on the show before. He rides in the Stock 600 Championship. Dom Herbertson, who rides in the BMW 900 Cup this year and is also a podcaster. He is one of the co-hosts hosts on the Chase and the Racing podcast. I was able to spend a little bit more time chatting with Steve Day from Eurosport, just going through the opening of the season at Silverstone. Then I caught up briefly with Steve Plater, who's an ex-racer, will be known to many people, and is now in team management in the BSB paddock. I also had a quick chat with Faye Ho, who's the team owner and boss at FHO Racing. Then I was able to speak with Alan Lovell, who's one of the team co-owners in Danny Kent's new BSB team, LKR Racing. And then a little bonus to finish off, I happened to bump into Charlie Borman of Long Way Round, Long Way Up and Long Way Down fame. Charlie was gracious enough just to have a quick chat as he was walking around with his friend Ewan McGregor. And yes, you did hear that right. Ewan McGregor was walking around free as a bird in the crowds at Alton Park on Monday. Top bloke. In terms of the three BSB races that took place over the course of the weekend, well, a bit of a continuation of what we saw at the first round in Silverstone. In race one, which took place on the Sunday, because it was the bank holiday weekend in the UK, we had Josh Brooks on the FHO Racing BMW taking first place ahead of Leon Haslam on the Rocket BMW, with Glenn Irwin on the Beer Monster Ducati in third place. Notable non-finisher, unfortunately Jason O'Halloran again, who just doesn't seem to get on with Alton Park at the moment, so he had a fairly heavy fall at Cascades going down the hill, and that resulted in a bit of an injury to his hand, but nothing that stopped him racing for the rest of the weekend, thankfully. Then in race two, Tommy Bridewell on the Beer Monster Ducati took the win ahead of his teammate Glenn Irwin, with Leon Haslam again in third place. So Leon's another rider that's having quite an upturn in form and fortune this year, a bit like Josh Brooks. Unfortunately, Jason O'Halloran went down at Cascades again in the second 
second race. So very much repeating what happened in the showdown at Alton Park last year, where he went down twice at Druid. So it seems to be a bit of a theme of his love-hate relationship with Alton Park, unfortunately. And then to finish up the final race of the weekend, we had Glenn Irwin taking the win from Haslam and from Kyle Ride on the Lamy Yamaha. So as always with BSB, lots of different winners, lots of different bikes, lots of different manufacturers. And in terms of the championship, we've got Glenn Irwin in the lead after two rounds on 91 points with Josh Brooks on the FHO BMW just behind him on 87 points. He is tied for second with Tommy Bridewell on the Ducati. Then we've got Haslam back in fourth on 76 points and Kyle Ride just behind on 73. So that's the top five. Then there's quite a big drop to sixth place, which is Andy Irwin, Glenn's brother, on the official Honda entry but he's back on 44 points so there's quite a big gap there so just for those that have the ability to catch up on some of this action one little uh, i don't want to say funny but noteworthy occurrence of the weekend was in monday's pirelli national stock 1000 race wherein alistair seeley and alex olsen went off at the final turn seeley would appear went over to mildly remonstrate or in some way have a discussion about the accident with alex olsen and the two managed to get into a bit of a fisticuffs for which they've both received quite a number of points on their licenses so if you want to well i don't want to call it a comedy moment because that sort of thing is never condoned but sometimes a battle is what results so yeah check that one out if you're interested so just before we go into my chats with the people that i mentioned I couldn't help myself but take a little audio clip as I drove into the track on Monday morning because Alton Park set in woodlands. The sound just reverberates around that place and the noise that the bikes were making in morning warm-up as I turned up a little bit later than I should admittedly. But nevertheless, it did give me the opportunity to just grab a little bit of bike engine noise, which hopefully everybody will appreciate. So it's probably 30 or 40 seconds worth. So I hope you'll indulge me. And after that, you'll get to hear some of the chats that I had. And as I hopefully get a bit more proficient at doing this kind of thing we'll be going all being well to Donington Park for round three of the British Superbikes in a couple of weeks from now and we will aim to get a few more and in particular we'll aim to see if we can grab hold of a couple of the BSB riders themselves so anyway until I catch up with you in 728 with Jim zoom zoom So Richard here with Motopod, stood with Asha Durham. Asha, um, round two at Alton Park, but first race for you, fifth place yesterday. Good start to the season, happy with that? Yeah, I'm, you know what, I'm really happy. Um, we had a big moment mid-race as well, which kind of almost caught me out. But, yeah, I um, saw that on the screen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we had, um, we had an into front, everyone was on slick fronts as well, so we made the wrong gamble, but anyway, still, we still had a good solid race and we're still seventh on the grid for today. So happy after being off the bike for six months feel confident the team's done a good job I feel comfortable so and is that the first time I mean how much time have you had on the bike or is that is this that, weekend literally your first yeah literally we only just sort of got confirmed as I was driving up on Friday wow everything got confirmed that I was actually riding like yeah. the bike wasn't here it was all a bit la- everything's been super last minute so six months literally since brands and 
now we're here, we're back yeah. on a bike and getting some laps under our belt. And any changes today? I mean, what did you learn yesterday that's going to help you out in today's race? It's going to well, be a lot better weather today, it's going to dry out. Well, our race is really early, we're only out at 11, so I don't think it's going to dry up. We thought it might have been a, a dry track, but it's warming up. We literally got 40 minutes and it's just rained, so... We'll see if there's a dry yeah. line or what we can capitalise on. Well, I'm going to let you get on, but all the best for today, mate. And we'll keep, uh, keep it. Oh, just tell everybody where you can check out your funding board again. Oh, yeah. I did mention it on the show this week, but yeah. we'll keep yes. plugging. So what I've got, I've got a new sort of um, sponsorship thing going on where it's a 64 crew is what I've got going. And it's basically, I've got a ma massive board outside the awning at all rounds. And it's um, basically each 10 centimetre by 10 centimetre box is worth £100 and you get your... A photo of whatever choice you want, you get a cap sent to you, some stickers. So cool. message me on either Facebook or email me. Check out my Facebook page, Asherum64. And yeah, just message me and we'll get you set up. Brilliant. All right, best of luck for today. Thank you, mate. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. Appreciate it, mate. So uh, I'm here with Dom Herbertson, uh, host of Chasing the Racing podcast. And uh, one of many, son. One, one of many. many. Uh, Dom, you're taking part in the F900 Cup this yep. year. So right. full time on the BSB calendar. What's it like? Bit of a culture shock. Massively, um, without a doubt. When Chrissy taught me into doing it, you know, so when they're we'll be proud. Uh, I'm not sure. He'll see me <laughs> results. He'll be laughing his head off at the moment. Uh, but no, Chrissy taught me into doing it. Um, when the championship got announced, now there's no such thing as cheap racing as egg. You know, no that's, and that's, that is in any discipline. You know what I mean? Even yeah. football gets expensive in Sunday League now. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Chrissy said, look, you need to get into this. You know, you need to up your skill set. You need to get more comfortable on a bike. And this is actually the cheapest, like the cheapest way of doing it. Yeah. And I said. Well, I'm not sure, you know, I want to focus on the roads he guns and he was actually really abrupt about it. Not many people saw that edgier version of Chrissy. I was yeah, very lucky yeah. I got to see that. He was like, you should definitely do it. And I'm like, oh shit, right? And then um, do it. <laughs> obviously after the incident I went, ah, how can I not do it now? Yeah. And he's hundred percent right as he always was. You know, I'm I'm really happy I'm here. Really so here. how do you think it's gonna prepare you for the roads? Does it have any relevance or is it just about being sort of pin sharp in terms of a race situation? Is it gonna help you? It's um you know what? Like sitting here on second round, you know, we're leading up to the TT. You know, I've got a, f a few little other bike problems. Not say personal problems, but that sounds a bit worse. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it's um, we've got a proper little problems with my other bike. So I'm really grateful that Belgrave Motor Company have put the bike under us. But the bike's n totally different to an S thousand, which I'll be racing on the roads. But yeah. in the same breath. It's an engine, it's got a beating heart with two wheels, um, and it is sharpening me up. You know, you're getting edgy, you're getting track time, you're trying to push the front. Yeah. And no, it is beneficial. It is beneficial. Because what's the situation? I know there's been a lot of upheaval and turmoil in terms of the roads this year, in terms of all this insurance malarkey. So, what, what is actually going on with the road? Obviously, the TT's unaffected yeah. by that. Are you at the Northwest? Yeah, so the Northwest, well, funny enough, it's next week. It's, it's well, I was going to say, it's coming it's, up, isn't it? Yeah. And then they've already ran Cookstown, which is fantastic. Um, I'm not sure what they've done. They have been running the first round of the old championship yeah which is good now the south are still only running track days at the moment actually i've got the race racing insurance to get going on that yeah. side of things so all the yeah. southerners come to the northern island area oh uh, so it's kind of a more of a north south yeah that's it so right. the mci okay. is different than anyway it's gotcha. all that politics on that side yeah, of things. Yeah. but the northwest is going which is really crucial and then the TD, as you say it's so singular it's run by the government and the fact that they, they need that to get going and yeah. it is well I'm, I know I'm biased, but it's the world's greatest motorsport going. <laughs> of course going. it is, yeah. Of course it is, course it is. damn right. Every man knows that. Every man knows that. Well, well it's interesting. Well, I'm hoping I might bump into you a couple of times this year, because I'll be at various rounds this year. So oh, we'll keep man. track of how you're doing. And um, two races this afternoon. 
No, only the one. The one yeah. Only the one. So it's. So uh, you had the heats yesterday. So you yeah. were pretty far up the front yesterday. I was. Well, come on, don't be it's, don't be bashful. No, no, no. But the same. You know what's mad is um, it's another qualifier. It's totally. You know what? It's a different scheme. You know, compared to like every time, like the BSB lads, for example, in Supersport, every race counts. Every race counts. Every race counts. Yeah, now yeah. don't get us wrong. The heat races count, but. It's not for the main race, so if you start chucking it up the road in the heat race, you're like, well, shit, I won't even get in the main, and that's where the points are. And you're right. thinking, well, it's um, jeopardy. I, no, but no, but in the same breath, I'm trying to make an excuse, but I need to change my mindset, and that's what Chris was trying to get me to do. I need to adapt my mind, yeah. you know, instead of thinking like being a little less cautious and a bit more get your teeth sunk in it. So at the moment, I'm just letting the poor lad down. Is know? that a bit of a difference between the roads and yeah. the track then? Well, I've only ever wanted to do the TD. Now, the TD, you've got 10 seconds. You've got 10 second gap, you're by yourself. Yeah. And you, you're your own reason to put a gum shield in. Around here, you're thinking about, right, I've got to do, you've got to be more tactful yeah. in BSB. On roads, you've got to be, this is me, and you just go. And I, I find that easier. I'm meant to be w- w- wrapping this up, but is this going to whet your appetite for more kind of BSB yeah. type activities in the future? Without a doubt, it's that initial aggression earlier on. Yeah. And people think, you know, like you know, Hickman turning. Oh, everyone has to do BSB. It's been happening for years. Carl Fogarty, yeah, Steve Islock. You know, yeah. it's, all the short circuit lads have excelled on the roads because of that initial aggression. Yeah. And it's about just getting the you know getting the gum shield in and biting the screen a little harder. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I need to be doing. <laughs> well, like you know what I mean? That too. That's yeah. a Christie term. That yeah, one. Yeah, and yeah. He's right. You know what I mean? But um, no, looking forward to it. So just cool. you know, knock them all off safely, mate. You know what I mean? Obviously, just safely, little yeah. slides yeah. on their ass. Well, there's know. another difference between here and the roads, I suppose, isn't there? That's got, it. Got a bit of runoff here, but uh, well, look. Good luck this afternoon. Yeah. And we'll uh, look forward to catching you. Pleasure having thank you. Cheers, Tom. Nice to have you on. See you again, mate. Cheers. So I'm here with Steve Day, uh, who's been on the show, what, Steve, a couple of times, I think, yeah, in the last times, little while, yeah. isn't it? So um, here we are at round two. What's your initial thoughts on the championship? Because there's obviously been a lot of changes in terms of teams and riders. Uh, things have mixed up a bit at the front, haven't they? They have, yeah. It was always going to be an exciting year. BSB always is fiercely competitive. The entire grid is. There's so much talent through it. But my initial thoughts after Silverstone are that we're probably going to have four or five different riders that are in the mix. And obviously with the new point system as well it gives us that opportunity to go into the last few rounds with the opportunity I think of more riders being able to fight for the championship and yeah. but it's, it's been difficult to predict because I mean when you look at what's actually happened last year was a nightmare for PBM and, and Josh Brooks and it's sort of U-turned you know yeah, PBM now got new, two new riders that are doing really well and Josh Brooks I mean no one would have predicted it's Josh bizarre isn't it I mean yeah. in both cases completely separately of course but yeah. the team have had a transformation in forms in terms of the beer monster Ducatis and Josh Brooks I mean nobody saw this coming did they no I don't think so I'm not even sure if Josh saw that no. coming. I mean, if he was going to be really honest, there won't have been too many people in the paddock thinking that Josh was... I mean, we know he's capable. He's a double champion. But I don't think anyone saw this this happening. And also, the new BMW looks like a weapon as well. I mean, it looks in really good nick. And yeah. I think Hickman will start finding his feet on it as well. But yeah, really impressive with Josh. And seeing the smile back on his face as well is really yeah. nice. And Makes uh, you wonder where FHO are going to go in the future, doesn't it? it? Does. I mean, if they were to pull off a championship this year, could you see them migrating across the world? It's been mentioned before, hasn't it? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, there's always that possibility, I guess. But I mean, for now, I know that their ambition initially is just to try and build what they've got in, in British Superbike. And, you know, Faye mentioned on the live TV show yesterday that like her next target is to get two riders on the podium and then maybe a one-two as well. And that actually seems like a realistic possibility now. Whereas I yeah. think at the start of the season, not many people would have seen that and, and fair play to Faye and the team for taking on Josh because there were a few people that thought maybe Josh's career's over yeah well I, 
I think I could guiltily say I might have been one of them. I might have been in that camp as well, Rich. Two years like that must take a lot out of you mentally, I would imagine. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, I mean, he really struggled last year and the mental side of motorcycle racing is such a big part of it. I mean, there's no one ever doubting his talent. That's always there. It never goes away, does it? No, and you would have forgiven him for saying, do you know what, I've had a good career and not enough, but Josh the fighter and he obviously felt like he had unfinished business and he's proven everyone wrong. Yeah, yeah. When you think back to that wild guy that came across from Australia on the HM Plant Honda, what, back in, I'm trying to think how far back he goes, because he's been yeah. around been a, a long, long time, time, yeah, a long time, yeah. Late noughties would it have been? It would have been mid to late noughties, I would have said, yeah. 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 And, this is a bit of a random question, but the BMW obviously going very well, or the FHO team are running it very well here, and yet in Worlds, it seems to be a totally different problem, yeah, you know. It? In the I, mean, I know it's a different electronics package. It is, and blah, yeah, blah, blah, and that's blah. the thing, and they are wildly different bikes, and I'm not sure that, I mean, in the past, they've not really been able to learn it from each other, as in British Superbikes compared to World, because of that electronics difference, and it makes such a, a massive difference. And, and this new bike, and I mean, the, we've got obviously various BMWs on the grid at the moment, and they're not all the same. Yeah. Um, you know, Haslam, I know certainly, Silverstone was running last year's bike with some new parts on it. I think it's the same for this weekend. See Danny Buckingham's injured this weekend, but again, I think he's on a different style of bike as well. And it is strange how it's not working so well in, in World Superbike. Yeah. But maybe with FHO racing sort of spearheading British Championship at the moment, maybe they'll pay more attention and take a look at things. I don't know, but yeah, it's an odd one. But it's great for us because obviously it's another manufacturer now in the mix. Yeah. And whereas in the past BMW have been, I'd say, inconsistent. You never know what circuit where they're going to be. Maybe now it looks like they can sort of week in week out match the Yamaha. And, and now the Ducatis as well because the Ducati looks like it's in good shape in the hands of Glenn and in yeah. the hands of Tommy and, and Christian. Were you surprised at the move that Tommy made? I mean, I didn't see that one coming either. Um, I remember the rumours about that last year and I think there were a few people thinking, blimey, Paul Bird and Tommy Bridewell is a, a bit of a, uh, an interesting... Potentially lethal yeah. combination. <laughs> um, I get it from both sides. I think Tommy has spent so long at Oxford Product Racing, he felt like he needed a change and maybe, you know, a serial winner of the championship like Paul Bird, that's a, a good opportunity at this time of his career. And likewise for Paul, I mean, he had nothing to lose really. I mean, at the start of last year, we were talking about Tom Sykes and Josh Brooks being really astute business and it just didn't work no. for whatever reason. Now, whether that was riders, whether that was bike, whether it's the combo, who knows? But initially, when I heard that it was going to be Tommy and Glenn, I was really surprised. But they're both great riders. And, and if they can make friends with the Ducati and get along in the team, then there's no reason why they can't fight for the championship. Yeah. I was out, obviously, on track yesterday, track side, watching Glenn. I mean, he is something else on a bike. He's so aggressive with that bike. And whereas Tommy's actually, by comparison, quite smooth. Yeah. Um, Tommy's so a really they're a good combination, rider. I suppose, in that regard, to sort of stretch the bikes in different directions. Completely different riding styles. I mean, they won't learn a lot from each other's data, that's for sure. No, no. Um, <laughs> that's completely true. different riding styles, different lines, different ways of riding the Ducati. Obviously, Tommy spent a few years on a Ducati. Glenn just looks like he's in that, that peak moment in his career. I think his decision not to go to the TT to focus on this is going to be good for him. Yeah. He's a, he's a class rider, and I think the jigsaw pieces just haven't quite fit together for him in the past, whereas now, particularly with a steady start to the, well, more than a steady start to the season, he looks in, in really, really good shape. He looks like a brilliant rider. Tommy, 
he's almost he's so smooth and almost a little bit too polite I think on circuit he could probably go for a few more lunges I mean the only the only move I can think of that Tom has pulled that you thought well I mean that was brave is last year here wasn't it when yeah. he had that nasty collision with Jason O'Hara yeah and of course I mean he's shirked responsibility for that one as, as, yeah. as Tommy would but that was uncharacteristic and I think also there were other factors to put into that I mean Alton was so dramatic that weekend there was an awful lot of pressure yeah. it was a pressure cooker atmosphere wasn't it it was, it was one of those but Tommy by nature isn't one to sort of stick an ugly move on no. if you know what I mean for obvious reasons yeah, historically and I'm not as well saying I'm, sure, that, but... I'm not saying that um, by contrast Glenn is the other way around it, it, Glenn will always try and put on a firm and, and, and clean move but Glenn will also, if he sees the door slightly open, he's going for He's going, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's been kind of fairly changeable weather all weekend, yeah. but today looks as if it's going to be, whilst not sunny and hot, a bit drier and a bit warmer. So thoughts for today in terms of Yeah, well, of it's wet on the foot still at the moment, but it is supposed to, according to the forecast, be dry for the rest of the day. And yeah. I would imagine that there'll certainly be a dry line, if not slicks for everyone in... I hope it's they're two dry races. Yeah, me too. I think yesterday, obviously, we had um, the race cut short because of the red flag, and, and Josh Leon Haslam and uh, Glenn were on the podium, and I think those three will feature again. Um, but I think in the dry today, with the grid change, I think you can add into that mix, which is great for us. Tommy Bridewell, Peter Hickman, Kyle Rides. Yeah. Never discount Andy Irwin. I was going to say Andy um, Irwin was looking good. And I yeah. think those guys have got a, a really good shout of putting on a great show and I'm confident I don't think we can come into today I don't think you can speak to anyone in the paddock that will tell you everyone will say oh yeah it's definitely going to be this person that wins and that's a good position that's the great thing and so I'm really excited about the races later because I think that there is that potential for us to have a proper show yeah and just very briefly because I must let you go year two in the commentary box for BSB feeling like a comfy pair of slippers now yeah I mean I I, I guess because I worked for Eurosport prior to now it felt pretty comfortable quite early on last year anyway but in terms of actually getting used to the way that Eurosport work and the the, the format of a BSB weekend yeah I feel completely at home now I mean I still I get nervous energy before the start of a race but that's I think that's quite a good thing to have yeah yeah yeah, Um, but yeah I'm I'm really enjoying it it's a good team and great racing and so uh, I'm yeah, I feel like I've been here for a few years already. Yeah, so. Well, at the risk of sounding like a revolting sycophant, you know, the coverage is brilliant, the commentary oh, is brilliant, and yeah, uh, yeah no, long, appreciate long may it continue. Yeah, thanks, All right, Rich. Steve Day, we'll try and catch up again a little bit later on, but for now, thanks very much. Cheers, Rich. Cheers. So I'm here with Steve Plater. Steve, a man of many talents, because take us through what it is you're actually in charge of now. So you're involved with the Synetic BMW squad. And you're also in charge of, or at least heading up, the F900 Cup this year. So, yeah, man with a bit on his plate. It's certainly a, a busy season, 2023. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying with uh, managing the Synetic BMW team for the British Superbikes. Of course, we've got Alistair Seeley on the official uh, yes. BMW Superstock as well. He's on pole position here at uh, Alton Park. And I'm the ambassador for the new um, BMW F900R Cup series which has been fabulous so far and, yeah. and is growing and growing you know we've got uh, 48 entries so far we could take a maximum of 72 but it's growing wow. all the time and the racing's been incredible and uh, so it's really good obviously and also we've got the road racing scene coming up so I'm looking after all the newcomers and the safety side at the Northwest 200 next week and also helping out with the coverage for the TT uh, TV so uh, a, a busy season with lots on his plate so oh, yeah. as you say unfortunately Dan is out with an injury for this race so uh, legit 
logistically, how difficult does that make life for the team, or does it actually make life a little bit easier just on that odd weekend that you get this sort of situation it's, come it's, up? It's been difficult because Danny, you know, had a big crash at Silverstone, sorry, uh, very fast, 139 yeah, mile an hour when he parked on the bike, as you, as you saw on TV. Uh, he's been to see three different specialists because uh, just for second and third opinions, because he's got a fracture on T2, fracture on T4 vertebrae, and then uh, also some fractures uh, in his pelvic area. So. He originally, last Friday, said uh, he was going to race and then got another opinion from a specialist and was advised not to and wait until Donington Park the next round. So yeah. I backed him 100%. Obviously, it's quite a serious, or could be a serious injury. crashed again, so it was better to stand him down for this week. Nice, actually, to see a rider taking a bit of advice yeah, once and it, it was very sensible. Yeah, it's a long a season, so um, yeah. you know we know we can win races, so we want him fully fit when he comes oh, back. Yeah, and that's no the plan. yeah. So in terms of Alistair on pole, as you say today in the stockers, um, how the weather going to help him today or not? Because obviously it was pretty patchy yesterday, and he does excel in that sort of condition. He was fastest in the dry session yesterday in, in FP2, and then went on for, for wet for qualifying. He's fastest in qualifying, so he's confident. He's going well. He tested last week over in Ireland, getting ready for the uh, Northwest 200 on his superbike and his superstock and found a little bit of a breakthrough and you've got to understand he hasn't been in the paddock for a couple of years so yep. he's, uh, he's full of confidence hey listen we don't know yet if it's going to be wet or dry this afternoon no, well, he's yeah, fast in all conditions but um, the bottom line is he's on the pace you know and uh, it's a great weekend here for BMW at you know Alton Park Josh Brooks is uh, flying the flag and winning races yeah, and uh, yeah. Leon Aslan was second yesterday and Danny would have been up there as well if he'd been on the bike uh, and of course Alice's quickest start so far uh, on the super stock so it's a good weekend so far and just last question very briefly because I know you must get on is Alistair here primarily just to get a bit more pin sharp with the roads coming up or was this always part of the plan no it's always part of the plan Alistair's the official uh, entry for BMW UK for the super stock championship right, okay. you know, which is a big task there's an awful lot of fire blade on the fire blades on the grid and yeah. roads of the bike and, a, and a, a strong depth of very good riders so it's uh, not an easy task but uh, it was always for him to be here full season and then on top of that uh, race on the Milwaukee branded bike at the Northwest 200 next right, week right well best of luck with all of this stuff going on and uh, well, we'll try and catch up with you later in the year thanks buddy Bro. cheers mate cheers Steve Bye thanks on mate thanks Richard with Motopod I'm with Faye Ho Yes. Faye, did you see the start to the season that you were having coming? I mean, I mean, I know you would have been very confident, but this is surpassing all expectations, I should imagine. Um, well, I kind of have um, uh, faith in Josh, and that's why he was always my first rider choice. Yeah. I mean, I wanted him for last season anyway, and I'm just glad that he came on board this season. But um, I always knew that, you know, he still has it. And now we can prove that, you know, he can yeah. still be on the top end of the championship but you know fair play I have to say thank you to the team you know he's got a good team behind him and having brains on board is fantastic and yep. Andrea and also I think the bike is performing well too so we just have to see how it goes today yep. I mean Pete's on second uh, second position to, today. Yeah, I was going to say I mean it's not just a fluke with Josh coming on board is it I mean Peter as well is actually yeah. doing better this year than it is. I mean, yesterday's race, just watching him trying to catch Glenn Owen, it was a very good impressive. ride, for a very impressive ride. So, yeah. you know, I think, fingers crossed, my goal is to have them both on the podium. So we'll see if it happens. I'm sure your goal is a bit higher than that. Depending yes, on... <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. And, but... I mean, if let's say you were to pull the championship this year, where does Fayho Racing go from here? Aspirations to get onto the world stage? Um, if it 
eventually, yes. But, you know, I think, like I said, I want to have some results here first yes. before I start looking into other things. But, you know, let's hope that I continue with the results with the two boys and we just have to see. Yeah. Well, look, thank you ever so much for your time. I know you're very, very busy. So no thank problem. you. And, uh, yeah, we'll hope to talk to you again later in the year. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Cheers. So I'm in the, what would you call this, the truck of the LKR racing. Yeah, accommodation. Yeah, <laughs> just introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Alan Lovell from LKR. So Alan, um, so basically just for the Motorpod listeners, this team is running Kieran and Danny Kent. Danny's in British Superbikes. That's right. And Kieran is now in uh, Junior in Stock, stock 600, having yeah. moved up from the, called the Junior Supersport 300, although there aren't, I don't think there's yeah. many 300s there in there. So, yeah. <laughs> so Alan, tell us a little bit about what's involved running the team, because this has been put together over the winter pretty much, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was from the end of last year, really. We had been sponsoring Danny for the last three years, then Kieran last year, and we decided this year, with Kieran going up to the 600s, that extra support would help him. Then with Danny, uh, we weren't sure where he was going, so we'd gone and seen a few teams, but decided that we believe that we had put a good package together, then started forming a team. So it's all gone from there, really. And, I mean, uh, British Superbikes is, for my money, the best domestic superbike championship in the world by some considerable distance. So how hard, I was going to say how easy, but I suppose the word is how hard is it to get a team together? Because Danny is on the Honda this year yeah. and is doing bloody well so far. Yeah. I mean, you must be pleased. Oh, yeah, it's not easy. I've been very fortunate with the Kent's helping as well, and we've built a team through the winter, it's getting the right people on board, and starting the team is a great idea, but it's getting the right people in the right places. The reality, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. And also, it's hard to get people when they're not sure, you know, what you're about, and yeah. are you going to be competitive? And from day one, when I had my meeting with Honda, I said that, you know, we want to be competitive. So what's your background then, Alan? Have you always been in bike racing or are you no, doing this? No, you got a lot business? of off-road in. Yeah, we're in construction yep. machinery business. Okay. So the engineering side, we're okay with, but mainly on diesel. So Yeah, uh, right, okay. Yeah, heavy diesel is a lot different, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> my daughter, Emily, she's um, working on the superbike and Kieran's bike as well because she's our, works in our workshop at the yard. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, we're very pleased how it's gone. There's a lot behind the scenes people don't understand. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> with the help, of, like I said, of Danny and Kieran and parents and now the team, I believe that, you know, we've come in the paddock and we're doing a pretty good job. Well, punching a good love your weight so far yeah, this season, so. aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and just for the listeners then, just for comparison purposes, what sort of personnel numbers are you running as compared with, say, I don't know, Beer Monster Ducati or McCann's Yamaha? Just to show probably, how probably, well you are doing. Probably 50%. Wow, yeah. okay. So we're doing yeah. okay. And what are the expectations for the year? I mean, have you set yourself any targets? Or yeah. just we said if we could be higher than we were last year or where Danny finished, we were great. If we could do top 10, fantastic. But yeah, it's looking pretty good. Danny, it? let's not forget Moto3 world champion. Yeah. Uh, 2016? Uh, yeah, so, but it's <laughs> it's totally different. Yeah. BSP is totally different. But so. you can see year on year as he's come through that first foray, did a couple of substitute rides, I think, yeah. didn't he? And then he did yeah. stock thousand. Yeah. Made his way into BSP. He was, had a terribly unlucky year last year, I think. Quite a lot yeah, of bike last failures two years and before, but, uh, some injuries and stuff. But yeah, back to full fitness by the looks of it and loving full life. Full fitness and, yeah, as I said, also as technicians on the bike, 
we're giving them a good bike as well. Yeah. So superb. Well, these are meant to be fairly brief. These interviews. <laughs> so we'll <laughs> try fun. and catch up a few times during the year if we can. Because yeah, I'm going to make it along to a few rounds, and so yeah. we'll keep track of what Danny's up to and Kieran. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we wish you all the best of luck. Thank you very much. Thanks, Alan. Cheers. So I've just literally bumped into Charlie Borman of massive fame going around oh, yeah. the world several times up and down round and round Charlie how yeah. are you I'm good well I, I seem to be, these days I seem to fall off more than I do go oh, around dear. the world well but uh, <laughs> so I'm sort of hobbling around but no it's nice to be at the BSB especially here at uh, Alton Park the it's, mighty it's, Alton Park well, I've never been to Alton Park it's, it's Branch Hatch and Branch Hatch and Alton Park are my two favourite tracks yeah. to, to too, do no? track days yeah Amazing. this really reminds me of, um, of when you do the Nürburgring and, yeah. and, um, and that real undulation left and right and blind corner yeah. and all that kind of stuff so I did um, one lap nice. at the Nordschleife on my bike and it absolutely terrified me oh, I've done dozens and dozens <laughs> I've got to go I, back I love yeah, it yeah. I love the place but and I love here as well So and it's nice to see all the riders and, and the crowd big crowd today big, I mean even, even the weather you know yeah but um, oh, listen, I, I've got to go but listen yeah. very nice Sorry to see to you. you it's always nice Lovely to see Motopod yes so uh, take care cheers yeah, darling be cool.